This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. This episode is brought to you by Lola V. Lola V is an award-winning hair care line by none other than Jennifer Aniston. They offer clean, plant-powered products for every hair type and texture. I just did my whole hair care routine with all the products the other night, and I am obsessed. Along with incredible shampoo and conditioner, they have an intensive repair treatment that you can use once a week. They also have a lightweight hair oil. There's a leave-in treatment and there's also a glossing detangler, which I need because lately I want to do my hair in like a slicked back look, but my hair's too frizzy. Get 15% off Lola V with the code MOMROOM at www.lolav.com slash MOMROOM and Lola V is L-O-L-A-V-I-E. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. Welcome to Thursday's solo episode. OMG. Usually I record my solo episodes on like Monday, but it is Wednesday afternoon. So tomorrow morning, this is going to be fresh off the presses. Just the most up-to-date stuff going on in my life. First and foremost, Harry Styles is my grandpa. Okay, never expected that to happen, but you know what they say, you have a plan for your life and it'll just go in unexpected directions. So like a one direction. <laughs> um, that was wild. And I have to say the amount of media requests that we had was unbelievable. I was on the phone with producers before the Grammys were even over. Like my mamere wasn't even home yet. Um, I guess my sister's fiance like tweeted something about like, oh, that's my daughter's great grandmother on the Grammys, like representing Sudbury or whatever it was. And so people started reaching out to him on Twitter and then they were contacting me being like, uh, is it okay if I give people like your number or your email, whatever? I was like, sure, just give them my number. So then people were like texting me. Um, so she actually did a radio interview as soon as she came back to the hotel. I had to like, like after she calmed down a little bit and whatnot, um, so that was fun. And then we were set up to do two um, interviews on Zoom from my phone from the airport. Because like all these people wanted to talk to her like right away. But I was like, we, we fly out tomorrow morning and our flight was at like 7.30 a.m. <clears throat> so we did one live interview from the airport. Like that was super interesting. Um, it was just like total chaos. And then... When I got on the plane, I bought the Wi-Fi so I could keep in touch with things that were going on. And it was just like for the rest of the week, nonstop requests, like newspapers, 
big outlets, like they wanted us to go on the talk, like all of this stuff. Um, it was wild. So we picked a few and we did those and then we just kind of ignored everything else because it's extremely overwhelming. And I was like, like for what? Like, we're not going to be able to, like, hang out and enjoy what just happened and, like, talk with family and just, like, chill and, like, soak it all in ourselves. Like, for what? So we can talk to strangers about it and see ourselves on TV for two seconds? Like, it just wasn't worth it. Like, it was fun to do a handful of things, but then it was like, okay, like, it's not worth it anymore. So, anywho, it was crazy. Um, she has her little Instagram account going, her little Harry Styles fan club. She's already bothering me to go to Europe this summer to see him in concert. And I'm such an enabler when it comes to things like that, because I'm like that. If I want to go see somebody, I'm like, let's do it. Like, let's do it. So we'll see what happens. Um, so yes, Harry Styles is my grandpa. Um, so cool. What a nice guy. He's a really nice grandpa. Um, okay. So many, before I get into other stuff that I wanted to talk about, I will address some things. So last time I put up an anonymous question box, I forgot there was like 900,000 questions about where we're at with baby number two, because for a while I was like on the fence and I wanted to have a second and blah, blah, blah. I'm back to not well, we both are, back to not wanting any more children. Um, When I, like the idea of having a second is always nice. And, you know, when I see siblings playing nicely together, um, like when you see the non-stressful parts of having another child, it's, it can be tempting And I'm like, oh, like it would be so nice. Like shopping for baby clothes is so fun. And, you know, I think about in the future, like having two adult children and yeah, like I get it. But at the same time, like my husband and I have one life to live and I don't want to stir up what we have right now because it is perfect. I love that I I feel like super in control of everything. Like our mornings are super enjoyable. I love making his little lunch and picking him up from school and bringing him to activities. And if there's a birthday party, like my husband and I both go. It's not like we have this crazy schedule with like multiple kids doing multiple things. And I don't know, I just... I'm super happy right now and everything is perfect and I don't want to put something else on our life plate, if you will, that would just, like, I wouldn't have the capacity for another, you know? It would, like, right now I'm able to, like, do things for myself, like, starting to work out again. Like I'm starting to, you know, travel and I don't know. So I just, yeah. And my husband has never really been on board with having more. So he would just like entertain the idea if I really, really wanted to. But yeah, I don't know. It's too, uh, it's really scary. And I know a lot of people who do have 
more children, it is scary to, you know, you're so used to having this one family unit and then you're adding to it and it changes the dynamics completely. And will Milo go through a phase where he like wants a little brother or a little sister? I'm sure he will. Um, Or maybe not. My husband was an only child and he didn't really want another sibling. He did at first and then they explained that he would have to like share everything and be like, you know, um, yeah. And then he was not sold on the idea. So anywho, so no second child for now, but I mean, I'm only getting older and Milo's getting older and I doubt we're going to change our minds, but anywho, Um, somebody asked what my current parenting struggle would be. Honestly, everything is pretty good. Milo has this thing, and I'm sure all kids have this, like when he gets really excited and he, it's almost like he's unaware of his surroundings or like what his body is about to do or, or what his body does For example, like if we're sitting in bed watching a show before we put him to in his bedroom to go to sleep, he'll be like rolling around on the bed and like flopping and he'll like hit one of us in the face or something like it's so frustrating because and I always explain to him like Milo, you have to be more aware of what you're doing. Um, But I'm sure that comes with development, you know, understanding that if you swing your legs doing a somersault and someone's sitting there, like you're going to smoke them in the face. But yeah, it's so frustrating and we don't really get upset, but like it's frustrating when he hurts us and it's by accident somewhat, I think. Or he puts himself in danger and I'm like, that's when like my rage or like my internal like stress starts to rise because like he either hurts like you know kicks my husband or like does a somersault while he's holding onto my hand and it like twists and I'm like what are you doing like so it's not and it's not intentional it's not like he's being bad but I try and explain to him to be more aware and it's also he gets uncomfortable, I think, when he accidentally hurts us or when he hurts himself. And so I'm trying to deal with that. Like, like he'll like make a joke about it or just be like, oh, like, no, like you did that. Like, and, and I'm just like, how do I deal with this right now? You know, like I want him to know that it's not okay to hurt people. Like he should apologize but then people are always like don't make your child apologize because then that defeats the purpose and I'm like okay like how do I handle this um so yeah I'm working on that also feedback that we got from the parent teacher interviews this year and then also in his report card which was like the cutest thing in the world like I cannot believe teachers make that report card for every single kid in the class like it is so detailed there is so much written down it's like pages long I was shocked. Like teachers, like I can't even, teachers do the most. Um, And yet they deserve so much more than what they get. But anyways, including respect. Um, But anywho, one of the comments was, 
And they said all the kids tend to do this or a lot of them and they're trying to work on it in class, but they say mean things to each other when they get upset. So they say like, like, you're not my friend anymore or, you know, like, I don't like you and like it hurts other kids feelings. So he doesn't really do that at home unless he's having a really bad bedtime. He'll be like, I don't care about you anymore. And I'm like, "Mm, okay, where did you learn that? You know, because we never say something like that. So where did he learn that language? Um, So yeah, I have to go back. Actually, I have to print out the report card and like highlight some things that we can work on at home and talk about. And you're actually supposed to fill out the report card. There's like a section and then send it back. And I need to do that. I should add that to my list um, for sure. Somebody asked about sleeping separately. Do you, have you guys always slept separately? Like how did that whole journey go for you guys? Go listen to episode 44. That explains everything. We used to sleep in the same bed when I didn't care so much about getting a really good night's sleep and my husband wasn't a loud breather. Um, but yeah, oftentimes, especially early on in our relationship, usually like halfway through the night, I would go sleep in another room because I have such bad sinuses and this doesn't happen to me anymore because I had the surgery, but like I would wake up and have to blow my nose like 400,000 times and it would just like keep producing snot like sorry TMI but I would be worried that I was going to wake him up so I would go sleep in another room and then he would wake up in the morning and he's like uh where did where did she go but that's why because my sinuses were so bad it would keep me up at night and yeah once you have a child sleep is just too important to mess around with so I love, and I honestly think it's a luxury to be able to have the space in your home to sleep separately, comfortably, both of you. My husband has his little room. We don't even share a bathroom. And that is, if we had a bunch more kids, obviously we wouldn't be able to do that because they would take up the rooms, but he has his own little room, his own bathroom. Um, So yeah. It's amazing. Um, A little bit of book talk. I started reading Paper Palace, decided, nope, not for me. Uh, I don't like reading things, watching things that are disturbing. And it's, I was thinking about it. I never used to be like that. I don't know if once you become a mom, you just become very sensitive to things, but I've never been a big fan of watching the news. Like, sure, I'm okay with understanding and learning about what's going on in the world, but I don't need to see graphic imagery 24-7 from every bad thing that's happening around the world all the time. Like, I don't think humans are supposed to have that incoming all the time. So... I don't love watching the news. Um, I get disturbed. Oh, God, there's a package coming. Bubbles, you stay right here. Come here. Come here. Let me hold you for a second. Oh, my God. This might be a disaster. I'm going to try and make some noise so he doesn't hear somebody drop off a box at the front door. 
He is a little white asshole. Please don't ring the doorbell. 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 Is he leaving? Da, da, da. Sorry, guys. This is, uh, this was not planned. This was not planned. Okay, what are you doing on my front porch? I'm just waiting to see him walk away before I... I don't even remember what I was talking about. Oh, yeah, the news. Um, I don't know what's going on. He walked up to the house and he has not left yet. Bubby, you can stay here. See, this is why I brought Bubbles into my office and closed the door. Because what he does all day... Oh, there he goes. Is he lays by the front door and like waits to bark at someone walking by package delivery whatever anywho so I don't like reading stories that are disturbing and like there's different levels of disturbing like hard times like sure that's fine I read the book Goodnight Monster it sucked and there was lots of like difficult you know, things in it. But once it got to the chapter where it was like about sexual abuse, I think it was the last story in that book. I like turned it off, couldn't, couldn't read it. So anyways, I started reading The Paper Palace. It has like really good reviews. Um, My mom is reading it right now as well. And I stopped at 44% because I was like, you know what? Like, it's just not I'm not enjoying getting into bed to read more of this story. I'm almost kind of hoping that I'm not going to read disturbing stuff before I go to bed. When I was younger, I used to love the show Intervention. Love it. And then all of a sudden, one day, I saw a really bad episode. Like, it was really upsetting. Never watched it again. And I can't even... Stuff like that really upsets me now. Drug abuse stuff. And like, again, some stories I'm okay with, but it all depends. It's, it all depends. This episode is brought to you by Magic Spoon. You guys know I have been very intentional with what we've been eating lately. I'm looking at protein. I'm looking at sugar content and avoiding things like artificial ingredients or colorings. Milo used to always want pancakes or waffles in the mornings, and now he is getting into cereal, and I'm so excited because Magic Spoon is the perfect option. Their variety pack has four flavors, cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. They have zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four to five grams of carbs per serving. They're made with wholesome ingredients, no artificial flavors or dyes, and I'm just so happy that he's getting a good amount of protein before he goes off to school. And it's a great snack for me and my husband too, because 13 to 14 grams of protein in the cereal, now you add a high protein milk, you're set. That is such a high protein snack or meal. I should also mention that it is gluten-free, grain-free, and soy-free. So go to magicspoon.com slash momroom to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code momroom at checkout to save $5 off your order. 
And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. So try a delicious bowl of Magic Spoon cereal today at magicspoon.com momroom and use the code momroom to save $5. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. This episode is brought to you by Little Spoon. It is 2024. As busy parents, it's hard to completely overhaul our lives, but what we can do is make small changes that will make our lives easier. And that is where Little Spoon comes in. Their goal is to make keeping your kid healthy feel like the easiest part of your day so that you can cut through all the drama of mealtime. Little Spoon offers baby blends, biteables, and plates. So baby blends is fresh, organic baby food. They have single ingredients, but also multi-textured purees to take the stress out of starting solids. Biteables make the transition to finger foods easy because they are cut perfectly to size, which promotes self-feeding. And of course, all the Biteables are healthy, balanced, and free of artificial junk. And then there are plates for your toddlers and your bigger kids. They are meals that are free of all the bad stuff. They taste amazing. Even the pickiest eaters will love them. They have things like hidden veggie mac and cheese, chicken nuggets, and adventurous things like pot stickers, gnocchi, and more. Little Spoon also has smoothies and build-it-yourself lunches. Did I mention it all comes right to your door? It is super flexible, so easy, and everything stores right in the fridge and freezer. You can pick up the menu and change up what you order every single time. The price is right. The quality is unmatched. You and your kids will love it. It's a huge win-win for your family. Simplify your kids' mealtime with 30% off your first order. Go to littlespoon.com slash momroom and enter our code momroom at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. So anywho, now I'm reading a book called Mame. M-A-A-M-E. It's really good so far. I think I'm on chapter three or four. And it's just, you know, a story about a girl living her life. She lives, she's 25. She lives with her father who has Parkinson's and she takes care of him. She's not really happy in her job. Um, Her mom goes to Ghana every second year. So she's away a lot. Her brother's not really involved. She's just having kind of a rough life. And then she turns it around. I think she moves into her own apartment and like starts to live life for herself. So anyways, I'm really liking that book right now. I bought the audiobook of Prince Harry's Spare and I listened to a bunch of it on the plane on the way to LA. And I like I like it and I want to hear the story. I just wish it was less descriptive. It's so descriptive and that bothers me. Like just tell the story straight up like as if you're talking to me, you know? So the nonfiction books I have going on, I wish I could just 
sit and read books 24-7. Honestly, I can't keep up with all the books I want to read. So I still have Jay Shetty's first book, Think Like a Monk, going. I have his second book on my desk there. Haven't started yet. Um, Hold Me Tight by Dr. Sue Johnson. It's all about securely attached um, or like romantic attachment. Loving that. I have the spare audiobook going. I want to start reading. I just recorded with the authors of Sex Talks. Um, I want to read that. And oh, my book about the cycle. It's called In the Flow by Alyssa Vitti. Vita Vitti. It's all about your cycle, hormones. Very excited to read that. Um, so yeah, cycle stuff. Unbelievable. I recorded an episode with the period lab and I learned so much and realized that I do not eat enough at all. I will or like not enough throughout the day. For example, I'll wake up, drink coffee, go to Pilates, only have a banana before Pilates and then grab a latte after Pilates and delay eating a substantial meal until 11 30 12 o'clock because I get so wrapped up into work as soon as I sit down at my desk it's like I don't care about anything else and if I'm really hungry I'll just go like pick at stuff to like hold me over until I actually have to put effort into making a goddamn meal so what I started to do was eat before I have my coffee even if it's just like a chunk of banana and a handful of nuts And honestly, putting more effort into making sure that I'm eating protein and fats often and like healthy fats like avocado, eating eggs, bubbles, zip it. Um, It has made the world of a difference. And like I was telling my husband, I just got my period like the other day, two days ago, Tuesday, overnight on Monday, lucky me, three in the morning. And I never had moodiness or irritability like last week. And I was like, is it because I found out Harry Styles is my grandpa and I'm just kind of excited about that? Or is it the, you know, eating more food in the morning and fueling my body with the proper things like lots of nuts and seeds and healthy fats and proteins. You know, I was never really one to eat a lot of meat, but maybe my body needs that. So yeah, I've been looking into what things that you should be eating or trying to eat during each phase of your cycle. So right now I'm in the menstrual cycle, obviously. So it's uh, like steak, like quality meats and I think there's broths, mushrooms, leafy greens. I should make myself a smoothie actually. Um, Yeah, it's super interesting. I've also been taking supplements more regularly and the thing about supplements is you can take all the supplements you want but if you're not nourishing your body with proper food, the supplements can't function as properly in your body, if that makes sense. I don't know, guys. Okay. I'm just learning and I'm relaying the information. So yeah, eating in the morning, 
eating more early on in the day has made a world of a difference. Um, it's wild. I started, someone recommended this podcast. I think it's by the CBC, which is the Canadian Broadcasting Company Corporation. Maybe I'm wrong. Anyways, CBC. The podcast is called 28 Days-ish Later. There's about 29 episodes and it goes through, start with episode two. The first episode is just about how in history the female body was viewed, the uterus and all that stuff. Um, It was interesting, but it's not the kind of information that I wanted. So start at episode two. And it goes through each day of your cycle explaining what your hormones are doing and why you experience certain symptoms. So day two, they talk about like heavy flow, why that happens, cramping, why that happens, what your hormones are doing. It's super interesting and it blows my mind how important a woman's cycle is to her health, like to her overall health. And we're taught nothing about it. We're just running around. And a lot of the research on like proper diet and exercise is all based around men and we just follow it. It is nuts. So I'm trying to learn about my cycle and I want to organize my work around my cycle, which sounds so weird, but honestly, the week before and of my period, I don't feel like doing anything. Nothing that is like requires me to have energy and be like, you know, um, I don't like creating content during that time at all. It's like pulling teeth which is why often I don't, like I don't put out a lot of content. I don't create content during that time. So I need to plan and organize stuff accordingly. In my follicular phase is when I should be booking all my recordings because I'm like high energy, like do to do. So yeah, I'm just, if I'm tired, I'm trying to let myself rest and it seems to be really working and I had zero irritability last week, which blows my mind. I also barely had sleep issues. I think I woke up once or twice, like two nights maybe, and it used to be I would be waking up in the middle of the night for like five, six days, not able to sleep at all. So... I'm on to something here. Stay tuned because I'm going to just keep learning and talking about this stuff. Um, Oh my God. So my husband is eating with my cycle as well, obviously. So I keep checking what I'm supposed to be eating and letting him know so he can like pick stuff up at the grocery store on his way home. He'll be like, what do you want for dinner? And I'm like, oh, well, I'm menstruating. So I need to you know, eat X, Y, and Z. And then he comes home with like a parsnip and cauliflower. It's really funny. So yesterday I was explaining that I needed to eat a lot or whatever because I was menstruating. And he, he says, oh, you have to, you have to feed your bleed. And I was like, what? Like I burst out laughing. I'm like, what did you just say? And he's laughing. He's like, feed your bleed. I thought it was like a a known saying that 
people say in medical school or something like I was so he said something like oh you know what the kids say like feed your bleed and I was like is that really a saying and he was like no it's not but I like it so I'm gonna use it feed your bleed um so yeah other things that are going on we are going on a trip next week I'm very excited it's the first time Milo will be at a resort Um, I'm so excited. I hope we all stay healthy and nobody gets sick because that's always the worry now. Every time you have something planned, it's like, oh my God, nobody gets sick because now getting sick, having a cold is the biggest deal in the world. So fingers crossed, we all stay healthy. You have no idea from our first trip to LA, going to the Harry Styles concert and filming the stuff for the Grammys to the then we came home for like five days and then we went back to LA and we had to do COVID tests again before she was able to go to the Grammys you have no idea how paranoid because we both started to get a sore throat on our way home from LA the first time I pounded vitamin C like nobody's business and I know the recommended daily dose is a thousand and I'm sorry, but that's BS. Um, you should watch them. It's watch the movie called the Vi- that vitamin movie. It like changed my life. I watched it years ago, like so long ago. Um, yeah, that vitamin movie. So, anyways, and this is not like do not try this at home. Disclaimer, blah blah blah. I'm not a doctor. Speak to your doctor before you do anything. Um, I was taking probably three or 4,000 milligrams or MCG, whatever vitamins come in, every couple hours for like days. I'm, I, my sore throat, like the next day, gone. Like I felt uh, nothing. A cold never came. So, and I've done that multiple times, like feeling a cold is coming on, pound vitamin C, nothing happens. So, anywho on to something but they talk about stuff like that in that movie so I'm trying to watch it again but I don't know where to watch it I have to look it up I'm gonna add it to my list of things to watch um so yeah going on a trip going to a resort things I look for in a resort now that we have a child the distance from the airport because some resorts can be like 90 minutes away I don't want to drive in a car 90 minutes once we land from the airport so I think the hotel we're staying at or a resort is like 25 minutes I'm also going to be booking a car service if possible because I want like our own car our own space I don't want to be like put into a shuttle with a bunch of other people stopping at a bunch of other resorts um does the resort have kid-friendly things this one does the rooms a lot of resorts just have the one room we found one that was there's like the main bedroom but then there's also a divider to another little section that's a little living room with a pull-out couch and a tv so we're hoping that milo will sleep on the pull-out couch he has his little tv we can do bedtime routine But really, I'm sure he's not going to be going to bed early and it's going to be chaos and 
he'll probably end up sleeping with my husband in the king size bed and I'll be on the pull-up couch, which is fine by me. Um, so yeah, food. I'm excited to just, I love the breakfast buffet. It's like my favorite thing. I want like scrambled eggs. I want yogurt with granola and fruits and just mm, yum, yum, yum. Um, And yeah, this week or this weekend, I will take you through packing a carry-on when you have a small child because I am a professional. Snacks, toys, activities, you name it, I got it. He's at an age now where hopefully, knock on wood, it's not going to be that bad because he'll, he's mostly into like watching his shows. I'll bring the Nintendo Switch. Um, So yeah, we'll see. I'm not going to say where we're going or anything until like we're leaving or we come back home for obvious reasons. Um, But yeah, I'll give a full report on our experience when we get back. So with that being said, let me just check my little list here. Um, That's all I have to say for now. And uh, I'm going to get this up on YouTube. I have a massage in an hour because now I take care of myself and... When she massages, she's really good. She does super deep pressure, which I love. Like, I want to feel like you're going to break my fucking ribs, okay? Like, destroy the muscles. I'm also so sore from Pilates, so it should be interesting. Last time I was there, she massaged, like, my forearm. I have tennis elbow, which is not from playing tennis. I'm pretty sure it's from using my phone like this. Um, but yeah, when she was doing my forearms in these muscles, I was like whimpering, but I don't want her to stop (laughs) if that makes sense. So yeah, going to go enjoy my little massage and then I have a meeting and yeah, we'll see what, um, what we want to have for dinner. I have to look at my little menstrual charts and see what I should be eating. So that's that on that. That is all for now. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm still, I have not forgotten about doing a daily solo short form podcast. It is still very much on my mind. I am in a place right now where I'm trying to figure out what the F I want to do because TikTok, like I'm not into TikTok anymore. I don't watch TikToks. Like I don't go on and scroll TikTok ever, ever. So I never feel inspired to make TikToks. I really just love the podcast. And so I need to focus more of my attention on the podcast and figure out how I'm going to do that. I love my personal Instagram page. Um, It's more of like a feeling of a community and I enjoy putting content out there and creating content for that. But yeah, in terms of TikTok, like I don't know. And then if if I do love the podcast, then let's do more of that. Let's do I want to add just daily episodes to the mom room? Do I want to start a completely new one? Probably gonna have to hire someone at some point to... I don't even know what they would do, but I can't do everything. Um, So yeah, I got to figure that out. So stay tuned. Um, Thanks for listening. And I will not 
see you on Tuesday. I will be in the sunshine, hopefully. Um, I think we'll probably record a solo from the Dominican, or at least I'm going to try. I'll just bring, there probably won't be video for that one. But yeah, I'll bring my recorder and just upload it, I guess. So look forward to that. Okay, bye. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.